This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. Come on, find three people. Tell them it's all about worship. All right, it's all about worship, okay? It's all about worship. So Psalm 139, I'm just going to share three points with you here this morning, and we'll get you on out of here so you can enjoy the rest of your day. And I had a word for somebody in here. Um, Sharice's daughter, um, they call you Cookie, right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> and I just really feel it's just to encourage you. Um, that's her nickname, but I, I think you can call her Cookie. I don't know. Maybe it's just a family thing. There's certain things, certain, like my wife has, uh, her family calls her something, but I'm not even allowed to call her that. But um, she's just working out her salvation with fear and trembling. But no, I'm just like... No, but Cookie, no, really, I really mean this. I just, God just really put something on my heart for you that, and, um, is that there's just, there's success all over you. And, and you're going to be a success, and you are a success, and, and um, God's going to give you wisdom and insight, and, and you're not going to um, struggle in the same elements of certain things that you've been around, that there, there, there's true success. And you got, I know they call you cookie, but I really felt it's like you really got a sweet spirit about you. Yeah. And, 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 and I believe there's even that. I don't know why they call you that. I don't know if you, I don't know. But, um, but I believe that, that, that you really just got a sweet spirit about you. And God's going to open doors for you. And, and, and everything you put your hands to, what you focus on, young woman of God, you're going to succeed. And success is all over you. And so, so I apologize for embarrassing you in front of everybody, but, but I don't care because I got a word for you, girl. No, uh, but really, let's stretch our hands here towards, um, towards Cookie here. And, and Father, we j- okay, did you want to say something? Okay. Thank you, Pastor Nate. Thank you. Um, and just as he was talking about how... Um, God's hand and favor will be on you. Um, that you're going to know and understand the goodness of God. There are a lot of people who go through life but don't understand that God is good. Mm. And you're going to know that God is good in every situation. All the good situations, all the challenging situations, it's not going to shift your perspective of who God is. And he is going to be a good God to you. And you're going to know that he's a good God. And you're going to be able to tell people that he is a good God. Through it all, in it all, for it all. Um, so I just wanted to add that. Yeah, yeah and like when that. you, st- as far as having a sweet spirit, when you step into environments, you don't, you start off on the right foot. You're, you're like, look, I'm going to go into this thing positive. But I'm going I'm to be cool with people. I don't have no issues with nobody. And so when you step into an environment, it's that pure spirit. Just when you come into the table, that's going to open doors for you. Um, that's going to open doors. People are going to trust you. They're going to trust you. They're going to allow you to do certain things, certain things beyond where you are, beyond your education, beyond your, just because they trust you. You can be trusted. You've got a sweet spirit. And so, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for that. We just pray that over this young woman. And we thank you, Lord, for the wisdom on her life yes, and, the, and, the, and the way she approaches people with, yes. with, with she, she gives them a plus before they, they do anything negative. She starts out on the right foot. She starts out with a blessing. She starts out believing the best in others. Yeah. And we thank you, Lord, for the open doors that are before this woman of God. Yeah. And we pray, God, that everything she puts her hands to will with prosper. Us. 
And we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. Okay, Psalms 139, verse 14. We're talking about worship last week. You can kind of, I, I encourage you to download the podcast, to subscribe to the podcast and say something good about it. Somebody say amen. Because there's a lot of crazy stuff on social media. We need some positive stuff out there. And so I encourage you to do that, especially just because last week, if you weren't here, we, I interviewed a couple students from, from Teen Challenge School of Ministry. Powerful testimonies of what God's done in these young people that I had the opportunity and privilege to interview them. And they're super talented in their own right, just in worship and all that. But powerful stories of life transformation. Um, really encouraging stories there that that were shared and so it's on iTunes and SoundCloud so download that but here we go Uh, Psalm 139 verse 14 and before I read that I'm going to pray Father we just thank you for your word and I pray for revelation I pray that the word of God uh, Lord is what Lord you say it is that it is living and active it is powerful it is sharp sharper than any two-edged sword it penetrates Lord your word penetrates Um, to the division of soul and spirit it joints and marrow it judges the thoughts and intents of our heart Lord we pray that it is the engrafted word the word that is sown in the soil of our heart will transform us Lord and make us more like Jesus in Jesus name everybody said Amen. Amen Psalm 139 verse 14 here we go it says this it says I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. I'm going to read it again um, as we start here in Psalm 139 verse 14. Powerful chapter here in the Word of God talking about intimacy with God and your personal relationship with God and how intimate He is with us and how He knows everything about us. And it's one of the verses here in verse 14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Look at your neighbors and tell them you are looking at something wonderful. Some of you don't just look at him and smile I saw some of you ladies just go look at somebody and tell them you are looking at something wonderful come on people this is what the Bible says look at your neighbor say I'm something wonderful come on we are a participation church look at somebody I command thee in the name of the Lord look at somebody and tell them I am something wonderful All right, we, you're, if you're Guatemalan, you're a Guatemalan, you're some wonderful Guatemalan. You're a wonderful Mexican, you're a wonderful Korean, you're a wonderful black person, wonderful. Come on, yeah. Wonderful half Italian. I'm only half, I'm only half Italian. You guys are like, ooh, at least he's got half of something good, right? But I'll praise you. I'll praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. We're talking about worship. I will praise you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God made you that way. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. All right? I, I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. When we talk about worship, and this is my first point, is worship connects us to God. I know this is simple, but worship is how this little man right here connects to God. 
It's how I connect to God. It's how I get close to God as I worship Him. I, you know, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderfully, this is what it means when I said, when you said, look, you're looking at something wonderful. You need to say that all week. I'm something wonderful. You need to look in the mirror and say, I'm something wonderful. Full of wonder. My wife is full of wonder. She, she makes me wonder sometimes. Wonder. Same with me. Her husband is something wonderful. And sometimes she's like, what is that man thinking? I can only wonder. But wonderful means this. It means distinguished, distinct, unique, set apart. You're separate, set apart. You're, you're distinguished. You are distinct. You are unique. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. When you know that, you can't do anything but worship. That worship comes out of that. I'm going to praise you because of the distinction of who you've made me to be very well and I'm going to give you what that word means that my soul my soul knows very well this thing worship is all about your intimacy with God and that word very well means this it means I know this might sound weird I don't even know if it's a real word but it was in the Hebrew dictionary it means muchness so very well I don't even know if that's a word but much much muchness much I it's much or abundance this my soul my soul knows very well worship my soul knows very well worship heals the soul there's been times even in my walk with God that I've needed to be healed in my soul and when I worship I receive healing in my soul worship is one of the main ways we develop and maintain our intimacy with God it is a song. You know, worship, I've heard a preacher say it this way before. It's, 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 it's us um, worship. We ship value to God. Worth. Worship's all about worth. That word doxa in, in the Greek, doxology, the study of worship, doxa, it really means weight or value. That when we get in an environment like this and we worship God, we are a community that's saying, no, we value God. We are placing value on Him. People might have devalued you. Life itself might have felt like it, 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 it messed you up a little bit at times. But, but worship is all about us placing value on God, putting weight on God, taking the weight off of those things that seem to carry so much weight and say, no, all that's secondary to my worship. All right? And so worship, we ship, ship worth to God when we worship. When, when we come to God and worship, when we place value on God, He reveals our value to us. That's what it means by, I will praise you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You realize that you can't adequately worship until you understand how valuable you are. Because you are valuable to God. That for him to send his only begotten son to die for you, I would say there's some value placed on you. The devil put a hit out on you, but God placed value on you. And so, and so that's what worship is. Worship is God is as I place value on him, he reveals my value to me. It's an exchange of value. You are valuable to God. 
and our worship extends that and we lift that up to our God there there's something about um, the value I place on my wife you know and I try to just catch her when she doesn't even expect it we, we pulled up to pick up our kids from school and she I had uh, I think Nico was in the car with me, so she just wanted to go and get Gia and come back. She's walking back to the car. She sent her a text. I said, the way you walk, girl. <laughs> Shoot her a text. She stepped in the car. She was like, hey, you know. Come on, somebody. I'm sh- I'm, I, am, I am shipping worth to her. And then she's going to show me how valuable I am. <laughs> I'm telling you. Somebody say value. Look at your neighbor and say worship is a value thing. Even in our, if, think about your relationships. Those that speak into your life. Those that encourage you. Go, those that just love you for who you are. Those that want to be around you. Those people, those friends, that community. Like Sanctuary LA, man, we just love people here. If you come up in here, you're going to leave because you got too much love. You're like, that's too much. Y'all loving me too much. I have people come up in here. They might have missed a service or two. They're like, I'm sorry, Pastor. I'm like, why are you apologizing? Go apologize to Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I don't know what it is with us people sometimes that we start out beating ourselves up. Like, 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 like pastors up here going, you have not come to church in two weeks, you, you filthy sinner. Return to God before He strikes you. I know it's kind of comical, but I, I think I, I'm like that too sometimes. We mess up and we just take the whole value of who we are off. If somebody don't like you, you ever like somebody and they didn't like you? And you shape your whole outlook on their outlook of you? Look at your neighbor and say, stop that. Stop it. <laughs> knock it off don't do that don't do that all right look at you you guys are like really like so talking to your friends that way don't you uh, but uh, this thing about worship we I want to be around people that speak life into me I mean one of my love languages is is words of affirmation I mean I just I'll just soak all that up I mean I'll be putty in your hands if you just say man I, I love you Sean you're awesome I'll be like what you want a coffee you want to hang out or something I mean I I don't know about you but I'm just attracted to, to love I I'm attracted to folks that that ain't tripping on me all the time Always trying to catch me slipping, catch me tripping, like always trying to find that thing wrong with I'm like, I want to stay away from those people. You know what I'm saying? I do need people to speak the truth to me. That's why I got Crystal Gale. You, anybody knows my wife, she has no problem speaking the truth in love. Speaking the truth, she tell me the truth. Keep my feet on the ground. Keep my head out of the clouds. Somebody say amen. But, but the thing about worship is what a... I, th- I believe God made us that way. Why? Because He is that way. We are created in His image. If we talk to Him and we tell Him how valuable He is, He's going to show up and talk about how valuable we are. Amen. I believe that our worship can bring value to our city. That, that, that God can respond. God will respond and He will place value on this neighborhood because there's worshipers up in here. 
place value on Utah Street Elementary because there's worshipers up in there. Place value up on Mendez High School because there's worshipers up in the neighborhood. And, and we're saying, God, you, we, we value you. And he's going to come and he's going to value us and show us who we are. When we tell God who he is, he's going to tell us who we are. Some of you, you might be struggling with your identity, struggling with who you think you are. Why don't you worship God and see what God tells you? I'm telling you right now, you're struggling with your identity. Find somebody that you can speak life over them and tell them who they are. Watch, that's going to be reciprocated sooner or later. If you, if you want to harvest, you've got to sow a seed. And many times the, the, the seeds that we're sowing are seeds of worship to God and allow the, God to bring a harvest back to us. Come on, somebody. All right, I think our team, our creative team wants to make a t-shirt. Come on, somebody. So we'll see if they do that. Uh, look at your neighbor and say, come on, somebody. <laughs> all right worship worship is that here we go second chronicles chapter 12 verse 14 all right second chronicles chapter 12 verse 14 all right you guys getting something out of this here okay worship is worship connects us and i know that's like a cute word in in the christian world connect you know connect groups and yeah i just we just you know want to connect and man i just want to connect bro like let's connect <laughs> Yeah, just connect. <laughs> just want to connect, bro. So, but but connect, but really what that means is as you're turning in your Bible to 2 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 14, is, is connecting with God is a deep thing. It is me reaching for a God that I don't see with my natural eye. But I, but I worship him and he gets down on the inside of me and starts establishing an identity and a purpose in this earth. It is a divine impartation that this, this isn't just some thing I tell how God, how great he is and he just stays up in the clouds and doesn't come all up into my world, up into my mess and start cleaning stuff out connection with God is a deep thing that that my soul knows very well knows in the Hebrew is yada it's the same term used when the Bible says Adam knew Eve yada it speaks of intimacy that my worship is the beginning and the foundation of a true relationship with God my relationship with God is not about my purpose it is not about my vocation it is about worship and if worship's right, all those other things fall right in line. Come on, somebody. In a marriage, when value is the number one thing, if I could say for lack of a better term, as long as I keep, and, and, and excuse me, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not a heretic here, but as long as I keep, continue to place value, or I, as long as I continue to worship the ground this woman walks on, my marriage is going to be good. Come on now. As long as she just keeps telling me how big and strong I am, how masculine and tough I am, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> Somebody say worship. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Second Chronicles chapter 12, verse 14. This is talking about one of the sons of Solomon is King Rehoboam. But he, he, he did a lot of things. He had a lot of progress. But this is a powerful principle here. And he did evil because he did not prepare his heart to seek the Lord. And this word seek means worship. If you look it up in the Hebrew, it means specifically, exactly, specifically worship. That, that worship is what keeps your pastor out of sin. 
Worship is what keeps us out of wrong. And some people are like, man, I can't help. I just can't help myself. Anybody ever had anything you're struggling with and you're like, I can't help myself. Oops, I did it again. It's, it's not a will problem. It's, it's not a 12-step program problem. It's a worship problem. Be, I did evil because I did not worship. Worship is what keeps a brother clean. <laughs> Worship is a heart thing. Worship keeps us from doing. I know this is so simple, but it's true that worship is what keeps us from doing wrong. How many of you know there's right and wrong? Anybody ever been tempted to do the wrong thing? Yeah. In the last 12 months, anyone, just lift your hand right here. All right. Okay. Last 24 hours, tempted to do the wrong thing, right? Come on now. All right, people are like, worship, here it is. I know this is some, this little old school preaching here, but worship keeps us out of sin. You mind if I get a little old school? Worship keep you out of sin. Come on now. Look at your neighbor and say, come on, somebody. This ain't, this ain't just, just trying to, oh, man, if I just lock myself in my room and don't leave the house, I won't say, no, worship. This is, a, if I just don't go outside and don't look at anything, no, worship. You know, worship, don't hide from the world. You can be in it and not of it if you worship. You don't have to hide from anything. You don't have to hide from the devil. You don't have to run from the environment God's called you into. You don't have to run from the marketplace, run from your co-workers, run from this or that. But if you worship, if you worship, you can be in it and not of it. It's what's going to keep you. It's going to keep you in the will of God. It's going to keep you in the place God's called you to be in. It's going to keep you there. And if you mess up, worship. I said if you mess up, worship. All right, worship keeps us out of sin, keeps us free from sin. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Worship empowers us to live right. Worship will straighten you up so you can fly right. All right? Worship, worship. All right? Here it is. Here, here's my second point. Second point. It'll be up on the screens. Worship not only connects us with God, but it unites us. Something about worship that unites us. First Chronicles Chapter 16, verse 35. Let's turn there really quick here. That will be on the screens. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 35. It says this, And say, save us, O God, of our salvation. Everybody say us. Here it is. Gather us together. Everybody say gather us. Look at your neighbor and say it's all about us. Okay, look at your neighbor and say worship is about us. All right. Um, we'll gather us together. That's what we're here right now. We're right now gathering around the Word of God, gathering to worship. There is something in the Word, something about, about that we need as humans. I know we're in an in a information age, and we got a podcast, but I'm telling you what, podcast is just podcast is just what you take home, right? But you got to go to the restaurant to get the meal. 
And there's something about the gathering that, that, that is, there's something about when God's people come together to worship. On the day of Pentecost, there was 120 people in the upper room and God came and, 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 and the power of God came, the Holy Spirit came. And time and time again in scripture, they gathered. Save us, O God of our salvation. Gather us together. There are some things that you can only get from one another as we worship together and deliver us from the Gentiles to give thanks to your holy name to triumph in your praise all right look at your neighbor again and tell them it's all about us all right so Christian Christian community is not made up of a bunch of people that agree on everything I'm gonna say it again Christian community is not made up of a bunch of people that agree on everything. That is not Christian community. That is weird. <laughs> right? You know, God's, God's intention for us is not that we all try to be unified around everything. Because there are Republicans and Democrats in this room right now. And I am neither of them. And I still love you both. Come on, somebody. Oh, it's quiet. It's quiet up in here. Oh, Jesus. Nowhere in here does it, does, does it state that, that, that Christians are Republicans. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Nowhere in there does it say you have to be a Democrat. That we're Christians. We're worshipers. And I believe there's views on every side of things at times. And I know it hurts and it's painful. And the, the, the rhetoric, did I say that word right? Rhetoric, rhetoric, rhetoric. Out there is crazy, it's dangerous, it's nothing. That, that Christian community needs to engage in in a hateful, demeaning level. And, and that's division that would try to come in the body of Christ to se separate people that really worship one God. Come on, somebody. And I know it's painful. I know things are hurting out there. But I'm here to tell you right now, if we get our worship right, I believe justice, true justice, will flow out of worship. That justice in society from a Christian perspective starts with worship. Because if we can come up in here, Red, yellow, black, and white, we're all precious in His sight and worship one God and genuinely love each other. The world's going to be like, what's going on over there? Come on, somebody. God's goal is that we unify under one name, Jesus. And Jesus isn't some white dude that looks like he grew up in California. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> I wish we had some keys up here. <laughs> Worship. It, uh, can we as humanity come into one house and worship the living and true God? and put him first and allow the value we place on God to do a work in our heart that we can break 
boundaries and break barriers and break through societal norms. I could care less about a societal norm. Let's break norms. I believe that we are called as a church to be a counterculture. That we don't have to agree with every little thing and jump on every little platform. We are worshipers. Come on, we, we, are, we are the people that place value on God first and let him, do the, let him deal with certain things. Now, I'm not taking away from the pains and the, thing, the, the realities of those things, but let's put God first. And in an environment like this where I look around this room and there is diversity in this room, I believe we're on to something, church. I believe we're on to something that society's yet to see and experience in a true way, in a, in a, whole, in a wholesome way. I, I believe there's pieces of it here and there, but this, this, this is the church of the living God. This is a place of worship. Come on, somebody. Oh, it's quiet, but I'm, I just, I got to preach the word. I got to preach the word. I got to preach the word because I'm here to tell you right now, worship unites us. All right, Psalm 132, verse 7. Psalm 132, verse 7. Worship unites us. Worship connects us to God, and it connects us to one another. Connects us. If I'm a worshiper, I'm going to be connected to people that are nothing like me. Don't look like me. Don't talk like me. Aren't from where I'm from. All right? I grew up in a very rough environment, and I have had a propensity my whole life. There's a deep, really sophisticated word there propensity I've had a propensity my whole life to connect to people that have been through some rough things like me and God's always put me around people that it, that didn't ha didn't grow up in a rough environment like I did he put me around some affluent people with a lot of money and they were the most uncomfortable people for me I mean I'm like God what are you they were my youth leaders and I didn't there was something just rubbing me the wrong way and God he was working something in my spirit and he had to put somebody around me that didn't that didn't have the same struggles and in hardship and darkness the dark childhood of abuse and molestation I went through as a child he put me around some people that grew up in the Christian home and and they, and like they, they actually could help me get on up out of some stuff God wants to put you around people that can help you Right, and I believe that's just God. I think just even in this house, God wants you around people and connected to people that 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 aren't that don't that everything ain't all lining up. Right? Come on now. All right, I know I'm talking about worship, but I can't get off this thing. Just unity in the body of Christ. That there should if 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 you're um, if you're white or Mexican and you have some black folks over the house unity somebody say amen should have some Koreans over should go get some Korean barbecue for once and I know that's like a popular food but you gotta go to the legit Korean barbecue where they crack the egg and cook it right there on the table y'all know what I'm talking about anybody so we got some Koreans I'm just saying I'm using that as an example but we but if we're if we're worshipers then, 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 then our relationships, our inner circle starts to shift a little bit. It's a kingdom purpose. All right? All right, here we go. Psalm 132, verse 7. Here it is again. Let us. Everybody say us. Yeah. Say it loud. Say it's all about us. Yeah. Look at somebody that doesn't like you and tell them it's all about you and me. Come on, find somebody that doesn't look like you. Say it's all about us. Yeah. Let us. 
Let us go into his tabernacle. Let us worship. Us worship. Not me. Us. Not one person. Not just a worship team. Not just Brooke Ashley up here pouring her heart out while you over there just like, mm, I don't know about all this. No, us. Help a sister out. Don't make her work so hard. Get up. I believe people like that with that kind of gift and anointing should come in here and we should, we should put them on the, on the highway of, of, and just send them somewhere they've never been before because of our passion and hunger for God. Somebody say us. Let us go into his tabernacle. Like who'd you bring to church? You come by yourself? Come on, you can get in the carpool lane if you bring somebody. Let us. Let us. All about us. It's all about us going to the tabernacle. I was glad when they said unto, when they, when they said unto me, let us go. When they said unto me, let's, let's go. Us, all of us, every one of us. Let us worship at his footstool. Us. What's us? Us is everybody, anybody. Background. Hashtag fam. Come on, fam. Look at your neighbor and say, come on, fam. All right. Here we go. Worship connects us here we go we're almost done here we go Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 sorry verse 9 to 10 Matthew 6 this is the Lord's prayer and um, this is my last scripture this is Jesus talking about the model prayer it says this and in this manner therefore pray this is how you pray our Father in heaven look at when Jesus talked about prayer he started with worship it wasn't like, Lord, give me my daily bread. Not yet. Forgive me. No, not even forgive us our trespasses as we've forgiven those. Relationship wasn't the first priority. What was the first priority in the model prayer? Hallowed be your name. Prayer is worship. Not like, Lord, please. If you're single, I know you're a single young man in here and I know that woman of God God has for you is at the top of the list and there's nothing wrong with having that and me and my wife we, we, we pray for that stuff for, for folks that's why so many people get married in this church we pray for that stuff if you want to get married just come to this church go to growth track no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just playing but we have a newly engaged person in the in the room here too yeah she posted a photo like, just, just the ring, just get the ring, get the ring. So we're celebrating with them, Grace and Matthew. All right, my wife's going to wear a sari to the wedding. Some of you are like, what is that, what is that? Where was I? I got lost there. I just, that, that, that photo she posted with the ring came back to me. I was like, Matt did good right there. He did. He did pretty good. So if anybody wants to go see the ring, you can line up at the back after the service. Check it out in person. Just. But in this manner, worship, what I'm saying is worship is a priority of life. Men of God, husbands, worship is first in the home. Worship. Worship is first. Man of God, worship first. Make that a priority in the home. Worship. Worship, and when you pray, it's worship. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. God said, this is how you pray, worship first. This is how you live life, worship first. This is how you maintain healthy relationships with other people, worship first. Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Start there. If you start there, everything else will get in line. If you got problems right now, you got struggles, financial, relationship, whatever it is, if you just say, Father in heaven, hallowed be holy is your name, God. I worship you. I thank you. When we do Facebook live prayer, I always start with worship. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for the, the hair that I'm missing on top of my head little by little. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my boss. Somebody say, thank you for my boss. Come on, you got to say, yeah. Thank you, Lord, for my pastor. Somebody say, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for food on the table. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for every trial. Thank you. Every relationship that didn't work out. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the person I thought I loved and they left me. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for people that get on my nerves and help to show the things in me that ain't right. Thank you. Oh, you guys, you, you don't want to thank him for that, do you? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the difficult people in my Thank you. Jeez, thank you. Thank you for not me not getting my way all the time. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a wife that will speak the truth to me. I'm getting excited, but it don't feel good when it happens. Somebody say amen. But worship in this manner. Here it is. Therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Worship is what brings all of who God is into my world. It's worship. You say, Pastor Sean, I barely even read my Bible. I don't, I'm still learning this thing. But if you say, Father in heaven, holy is your name. Your whole life will change. Worship. Struggling in your marriage. Have you worshipped? Struggling with your own issues. Have you worshipped? Father. In heaven, hallowed be your Holy is your name. It's not about me. It's about you. You're holy. You're God. It's not about me. It's not about what I want. It's not about my needs all the time. It's worship. He's going to take care of you. He's got your back. Just had a word for Cookie, your success. But Cookie worships success every area. He's working for your good. But are you a worshiper? God, you're holy. God, I love you. Things ain't always going to work out. Things ain't always going to work my way. But I'm going to tell you, at the end of the day, I'm going to say, God, I love you. God, I worship you. I, I don't understand all the things that haven't worked out. But I'm still a worshiper. And maybe God's got his hand on it. And he's, it's not working according to the way I want. Because maybe there's something better. I'm so glad that... The other women that I was trying to holler at didn't work out. I'm so, it was painful. But I said, God, I love you. God, I worship you. Here came Crystal Gale. Hey. God's timing. 
worship. Re Come on, let's stand to our feet here. Worship prepares a place for God to dwell. I'm going to say it again. Worship prepares a place for God to dwell. Worship is what begins life transformation. Worship is what begins city transformation. It's worship. There is no other thing that can help any last one of us if worship isn't in place. And right now, I just, I know there's people out here. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.